I'm Jason Hernandez. I'm Jonathan Radich. Welcome to Run Space by Skyline Run Club. On today's pod, we'll be providing our listeners with what's new and exciting in the running community. These updates will include our personal gift-giving ideas for runners this holiday season. And later, we'll offer you our pod pick to keep you motivated out there on the road. Stay with us. We'll keep you informed on all things running. Welcome back, everyone. To help us with some of our topics today, we have David Geddes here, who runs the Jackrabbit location in Hoboken, New Jersey, and also more recently manages the Ridgewood Jackrabbit. Hey, David, how are you? Hey, guys, how's it going? Good to be on here. Hey, David. Cool. Thank cool. you for having me. Of course. How's everything going with, uh, with Jackrabbit? It's been going well. Busy past week with all the... Um, Black Friday promotions and specials and, you know, remerching both stores and, you know, having them presented for that. And uh, yeah, it's been a, been a busy few days in terms of uh, a spike in uh, sales. And uh, especially I would say yesterday, even more so than, than Black Friday itself. Um, but yeah, going well overall, all things considered in the yeah. times that we are in right now. And everybody, everybody was suffering prior to this maybe for a couple of months so it's it's uh it's good to hear some good news just a question, how is that how is that working out um were there more um order online and pickups or did you have, guys have some sort of system outside of the store i mean i i didn't get out there at all myself i was just curious how all of that would run yeah online volume definitely spiked up tremendously the past few days with all the specials going on, a lot of people just chose to order directly and, and not shop in person. Um, we still had um, an in-person spike as well. So fit on both ends, but there's no denying that the online volume uh, was pretty extensive this past uh, weekend. That's great. I, I can't tell you how many people say, oh, uh, I need a new pair of sneakers or I need this or I need that. I'm like, Jackrabbit Holbrook and check them out. Like always. Absolutely. Appreciate that. We can always talk firsthand about all the products that we sell because we're all runners and we're all using all the product and testing it all out. So it's definitely more of a, of a hands-on shopping experience and obviously the, the whole gate analysis that everyone pretty much knows about as well. I think that was the biggest draw for me when I first started going to Jackrabbit was that, that analysis that you guys do, which is great. Yeah. I walked in and I was like, oh, they all look like they use their, their merchandise. That was, that was the color for me. I was like, oh, they're all runners. Yeah, we've, uh, we've definitely had some somewhat candid customers uh, complain about the opposite at certain other places they visited. But um, neither here nor there, we're just uh, passionate about the sport and we can all uh, back up our feedback on, on all the stuff that we sell. Very true. All right, so we have some, uh, some updates, some news uh, that we want to talk about. So, John, you want to take it away? Sure. Um, our first topic would be, and I think appropriately, appropriately so, what the go-to should be for running in the winter. I know right now we're in this little bit of a weird phase where uh, we have some hot days, some cold days, not really hot, let's say uh, lukewarm days, some cold days, and 
I've gone out there a number of times and felt like I either overdressed or underdressed. In terms of dressing for, for uh, winter running or this transition from the fall to the winter running, I would say two things that come to mind are layering. I think uh, layering is super important. Um, starting off with some sort of moisture wicking um, base layer, whether um, upper body, uh, tights on the lower body or something like that. Uh, some people are not very um, apt to wearing tights, but uh, if you are, I would definitely suggest that first. And then on top of that, some sort of um, thin jacket, sweater, or a vest you can take off, put around your waist in case you heat up. When it gets really cold, I could probably, and this is just experience from high school runners, college runners, and all of our you know adult life running and feeling all those little aches and pains of running in the cold. For some reason, it hurts a little more when you're older. I don't know why that is, but <laughs> just feel it in my bones a little more. Uh, good hat, good quality, good pair of uh, gloves, and um, good pair of socks, moisture wicking socks, but something that can still keep your feet warm. Um, I personally like to wear compression socks. Some people do, some people don't. But um, yeah, it's just my take on dressing for winter running. And I assume if someone was to go to Jackrabbit, you would have all that in stock? Yeah, absolutely. All the appropriate uh, accessories and apparel pieces, uh, winter running uh, attire can be a little tricky at times, like you said, with the weather fluctuating. And basically you want to dress how you're going to feel after a couple of miles. I would say a mistake a lot of people make is, is dressing too warm. You wake up early in the morning, might be chilly, may have had the heat low overnight, who knows, but you could have a little bit of a chill and you see the temperature out and you just dress very warm and 10, 15 minutes into your run, you're, you're, you're hot, you're sweaty, overheating, and you still have however many miles to go. So again, like you said, with the layers, that's key if you want to be able to shed some layers same thing with the accessories lots of times you might want a hat or gloves for the start but maybe you know you feel you don't need them after a little while temperature might be going up too there could be you know larger fluxes in that at this time so a lot of things to consider but uh, we definitely have all that technical stuff at jackrabbit hats gloves mittens mittens for when it's like really cold that would be my go-to yeah. when it's probably in the in the teens balaclavas as well when you're getting down to single digits um the tights definitely closer to the skin no real you know cold air draft to get in and all the tights that we have for winter specifically are going to be more uh, thermal oriented or wind water repellent so they're going to have a tougher shell to them you're not going to feel any cold really so it's all about the proper gear if you do have that there's really nothing stopping you from going out in, in any running conditions really as long as you're not running on a on a snowy blizzardy road with a plow coming at you that i wouldn't recommend <laughs> but otherwise <laughs> uh, i'm dreading the days that we have to start wearing all these layers but it's good that you that we have them yeah um, for sure I don't know if you can train through the winter and get yourself through the winter, you're, you're going to be in for a pretty good, uh, running season, spring, summer running season. Spring is going to feel phenomenal once it 
just yeah. back into the uh, <laughs> into the fifties, and it's going to be less taxing. And yeah, definitely the the winter training is going to pay lots of of dividends come March and April. Are you still going to be doing the pub runs throughout winter? Uh, pub runs are on hold right now, just given okay. the uh, the crazy and continuing spikes that we're having with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of being a bit more cautious now and, and waiting. That's so right. this hopefully calms down and then we'll, we'll resume. It might not be till the spring. Hopefully it'll be the spring when we, when we decide to resume them and things yeah. will have shifted a good deal by then, um, you know, four or five months from now. Well, if, uh, if our listeners are, are listening in, uh, it's definitely something that everyone should try to take advantage of. Uh, if you're in the area to try to, you know, follow Jackrabbit Hoboken and, and wait to see when they have the pub runs because we've been to quite a number of them and they're always a, a great time. Yeah. You get to meet um, our... runners from other clubs and um, just your everyday average runner. Um, sometimes you meet some, um, a little bit of, I guess a higher end runner, which is always nice to pick their brain on things. So that's, that's, uh, you know, just keep building that running community. Absolutely. Our best uh, pub runs of 2019 were the ones that Skyline attended. (laughs) So hopefully, hopefully we can uh, cross paths again in 2021. And more, uh, more specifically, our member Ivan. Every time he showed up, he always won a pair of sneakers. He had, he had a crazy streak going. That was ridiculous, but I think it was finally broken uh, yeah. a couple times in a row. <laughs> and then he stopped coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he always looks forward to going back. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good times. All right. So um, the next topic we have is called the Peloton Tread and new bike. So uh, Peloton has come out with new upgrades and a money-saving version of their treadmill. Um, the Peloton Bike Plus is their latest upgrade to their already successful stationary bike, uh, which has their live streaming classes. Uh, but this time it comes with a screen swivel so you can now enjoy both their spin classes as well as their other fitness selections. As for the treadmill, the new product, it's called the Tread. Uh, it's a smaller, less expensive model with the same known live format uh, running classes. Uh, and now the original model will be called the Tread Plus. I just got this morning the, the upgraded um, bike from Peloton. Haven't had a chance to really try it out yet, but uh, it does have that swivel screen, which is pretty convenient. And um, and then um, for those who are familiar with the Peloton, while you're taking these live classes, they have uh, the resistance knob. Uh, before it used to be where you would have to physically and manually move it to go up or down in resistance. Uh, and now there is an option on the screen that has a lock image and you can click it and it automatically does it for you. So if they say your resistance should be between 40 and 50, it'll automatically put it at 45, which is pretty convenient. So there's no kind of guessing or taking a little five second break to try to manually adjust it. So that's a cool little feature. So I'm, I'm looking forward to jumping on that uh, later on tomorrow. Do you guys have, do you sell anything Peloton related at Jackrabbit or no? We do not, not Peloton. But yeah, I mean, in terms of 
cycling. It's obviously a phenomenal complementary activity to running in terms of cross training and all the, the benefits that it yields. I've been toying with the idea of a Peloton myself off mm-hmm. and on. The, the treadmill uh, or the bike? Actually the bike. The bike. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of treadmills, but it does look kind of cool. And yeah, being that it's a class that makes it a little different than just jumping on and yep. letting your mind wander. John, you got the Apple watch. All right. Um, yeah. Our next topic is uh, the Apple watch series six. It's a new watch that Apple has come out with and it, um, it seems like a pretty legit watch for a runner. And speaking as a runner, I've worn an Apple watch before. I also, uh, and currently wear Garmin and, when I first looked at this watch on Apple, I was like, oh, great. They came out with another watch. Big deal. But um, taking a better look at it, um, it looks like they really uh, put in a lot of work here and stepped it up. It's, and I don't know how they fit all of these things into such a small watch. It's, it's less than half an inch thick. It's less than a tenth of a pound. It's uh, super lightweight. Uh, it still has all the features of older models, but um, one of the big new features is now that it, it measures uh, your blood oxygen or your oxygen saturation levels, basically telling you how much oxygen is flowing through your body, which is uh, pretty cool. Helps you track your sleep. And as a runner, we know, we know how important sleep is and how much it can affect uh, training for a race or anything like that over a period of time. I mean, I've sure you guys have done the same thing. I've gone out there with seven to nine hours of sleep and I've gone out there the night after uh, a night out with one to two hours of sleep and you know sleep sleep definitely makes a difference um this watch and I guess it's very beneficial given the times of um COVID-19 has a hand washing tracking feature uh reminding you to wash your hands when you come home basically it, it sees that you're not at home or you're in another location and then when you get back to your home location, it sends you a reminder to wash your hands. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it also runs apps faster than previous models and it's compatible with all the bands of older models, which is good. You're not going out spending new money or, or uh, more money on a new band for your, for your new Apple watch. It seems to have a better battery life or a more efficient battery life, which was my original issue with app, wearing an Apple watch while training. So, I mean, um, yeah, it, it looks, uh, very good buy if you're looking for a new running watch. I, I think that was my biggest complaint also. I had the Apple Watch also. Uh, I think it was either the first or second series, and the battery was terrible. I mean, I go for a run, I make one phone call, and then the battery would die. So I, I remember we were marathon training, and we would get to like 15, 16 miles, and then I would just see the watch like start flickering, and we had like four more miles to go. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it, it, um, Looks like they've definitely um, made a lot of improvements to it, which is great. What do you What do you run with, uh, Dave? Yeah, definitely Garmin here uh, yeah. for years, and it's definitely been reliable. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to get a new one, but I almost feel like I would be betraying the one <laughs> I have from four years ago because it's still doing great and performing well, and it's always seemingly accurate. So I'm gonna probably stick with it a little bit longer. Oh, if it's not but, broken, don't fix it. Exactly. All right. But definitely uh, Team Garmin here. Are there any sales right now on Garmin? There are, yeah. Oh, we are. have uh, sales on the 45, 
the 245 and the 245 music, they're all going to be $50 off. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And any Phoenix six, uh, any model within that series is going to be $150 off. That is huge. So Cause every time there's deals. a sale, like Garmin never goes on sale. Yeah. It's rare. Uh, yeah. Definitely rare. The models are normally price protected. So if there is a sale, it has to be pretty much uh, approved by Garmin directly. Mm -hmm. All right. So our last update here is called the Apple Fitness Plus. Uh, from our last pod, we briefly introduced that Apple was getting ready to launch a fitness platform, uh, similar to what we were talking about before with the Peloton and what they created. I guess they're, uh, they're jumping in to see how they do. It is, it's been revealed and it's called the Apple Fitness Plus. It's a subscription-based platform that costs $9.99 per month or $79.99 per year. Uh, if you buy their new Apple Watch that John was talking about, uh, they give you three months of Apple Fitness Plus for free. And currently it is unclear when exactly it will be available, but on their site it says uh, late this year, early next year. Uh, so that is the final update. We are moving on to our holiday season gifting ideas for runners. So I have three, John has three, um, and then maybe we can talk about what's available at Jackrabbit. My first gifting idea would be uh, compression socks. And my particular favorite are Beliga, the Beliga brand, or even the Bombas. And then for those who like to run with their companion. There's the Roughwares Roamer Bungee Dog Leash uh, that you wrap around your waist and you can kind of run and you can uh, adjust the length of the leash so you can have your dog next to you. Uh, and then an ugly Christmas sweater or hat by headsweats.com. And those are my three. It was really hard picking three. <laughs> In terms of gift ideas, uh, Watches, obviously, a watch is a great gift to give somebody. The Apple Watch Series 6 stuck out to me. However, I'm also a Garmin guy. And um, one gift that I would give or like to receive uh, would be the Garmin Instinct. Seems to have come up a lot of uh, in um, searches I've done and just looking at Garmin products. It seems like a pretty uh, heavy duty, but also affordable watch and has all the, the features. Uh, right now I'm using a Garmin Forerunner 35, which does the trick. And like David, I probably would never betray this watch until it breaks or until something happens to it just because of uh, all the races I've run with it. But either one, uh, either watch would be, would be great. The Apple Watch Series 6 or the Garmin Instinct or any version of those. Gloves would be my next, next choice for a gift. Uh, I'm a big Brooks person, so and I love their tights, their compre their uh, base layer stuff. I've never tried out their um, their gloves, and they have these um, Brooks Cascadia thermal mittens that seem pretty well made and um, supposed to do a, an awesome job just keeping your hands warm and no matter what temperature it is. So that would be my second pick, and uh, my third pick would be. The Under Armour sports mask, uh, I think that's a great gift given the times that we're in. And, you know, um, I've run up and down the streets watching people 
take on their mask, take off their mask, just because of the mask they're wearing. It's um, not the most breathable material. Or if it's one of those um, very thin paper masks, it will um, get soaked in an instant once you start sweating a little bit. So I, I would definitely say uh, an Under Armour sports mask would be my third pick. Cool. So we got compression socks. We have the leash. We have an ugly Christmas sweater or a hat. Garmin Instinct gloves and a sports mask. All right, Dave, what do you have? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I actually ran in Belega today. Definitely quality sock that holds up well. Yeah, uh, we do have those at Jackrabbit. We also have the uh, Brooks mittens you mentioned as well. Be there. I'll break out. What's that? I'll be there. Nice. <laughs> I guess I'll break out my gift ideas into tiers as I'm thinking about it right now. So I would say if you're in the lower tier of what you're spending for whomever this person is in their relationship with you, uh, something like a hydro flask or a pair of good or sunglasses, which are polarized, very lightweight. They don't bounce. They don't slip. Something like that. A nice accessory, the hydro flask. Water bottles will keep uh, liquids cold for 24 hours, hot up to 12 hours. So that would be the, the first tier. Then the, the middle tier price-wise, I would say, well, kind of tying into what we were talking about earlier, like a solid base layer. I'm thinking in terms of a top, like a, a thermal half-zip top that's going to uh, kind of keep the heat circulating underneath between the material and your skin while also being technical and keeping you drier during your run mm -hmm. um, or a pair of uh, thermal uh, tights like we were discussing. That'd be a good kind of middle layer if you do know the person's size. And then a higher tier, I would say a recovery item like a Theragun and all of those are marked down substantially right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but just to give somebody that device where they can provide their own deep tissue massage on themselves while they're just lying on the couch or in bed, not having to be on the floor, uh, using their body weight with a traditional foam roller. The, uh, the guns are great to have to really increase blood flow and, and help with uh, recovery and, and getting muscles more prime for, for working out and in better condition thereafter as well. I, I have a Theragun. And there are lots of I, different Theragun models. Yeah, I, I got like the one of the first models, and it's super loud. Has, in your experience, have they gotten a lot quieter? Yeah, so the fourth generation is out now, um, which is a good deal quieter than the third generation, which I have. Yeah, like in my apartment building, I just, <laughs> I feel like whomever this building developer was back in 2001 used paper for the, <laughs> the floors and the and the and the walls so if it's like late at night and i'm wanting to use my theragun i actually won't because it's like yeah it's it's loud and i'm like if i can hear the, the people below me or above me talking at various mm -hmm. points they're going to hear my theragun at like midnight or whatever <laughs> so that's the third generation the fourth uh has been spruced up a good deal uh more digital controls on the front um, and also a lot quieter as well. All right. So we have all of our gifting ideas. Hopefully people can take advantage of these. Cool. 
David, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, for anybody interested in checking them out, I mean, I'm a huge advocate for them. I mean, I've been going to Jack Rabbit for years now, and it's one of those stores where you walk in and they will give you 20 pairs of sneakers if they have to, and you'll walk out a happy customer and one that returns over and over again. 19. So, 19 is the limit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually literally have gone to the one in, in New York, one of them, and it was my first time. And they brought out, I mean, it must have been 20 sneakers, but I'll take your word for it. It was probably 19. <laughs> yeah. and, and I literally walked out with two different pairs. So it works. Nice. It works for sure. Yeah, no, you guys are great. I've sent people just looking to get into running over to you guys. And they have always come back to me and told me how um, approachable everybody was there and you know, they expected it to be a little intimidating being around people who have been running for however, however long a new runner might think other runners are running for. And they've always said you how great you guys are. And me, myself, a customer, I couldn't agree more. Great. I'm glad to hear that. That's definitely uh, what we're there for to make everyone comfortable, regardless of their uh, past running experience and, and where they're at in their running journey and ask the right questions you know with respect to where they've been at where they're headed their goals mm -hmm. etc any past injuries make sure that we're doing our due diligence question wise gaining the information necessary to then make the appropriate footwear and uh, accessory recommendations and and that ideology is definitely a, a compliment to your employees as well because everybody's everybody has the same mindset so yeah yeah but thank you very much for for doing this and uh and hope to see you soon man absolutely thank you very much for having me on great talking to you guys and great yeah, talk. to see you soon in person for sure cool all right have a good rest of the night thanks you guys too. take thank care you. all right today's pod music pick brought to you by myself it's called roses iman beck remix by saint jhn check it out and let us know what you think Thank you so much for listening. And just because this podcast ends here doesn't mean you have to stop hearing from us. As always, you can check us out online and subscribe on our website, skylinerunclub.com and at Skyline Run Club or at RunSpacePod on Instagram and Facebook. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on our next show. As always, we'd love to hear from you. See ya.